Are we recording? Yeah, we're good. Okay, you ready? You want to jump right in? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You want to jump? Yeah, let's go. Three, two, one. Kevin! What's up, Alex? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Did you like how uh, Andrea thought that that was the uncut joms intro? <laughs> yeah, I was a little confused, but yeah, it it, it played. It, the funny part is, is I think that um, my natural speaking voice is a bit uh, uncut joms. You know, I yeah. guess uh, we're both uh, New Yorkers, so yeah, we, you, you know. You and Julia Fox are pretty similar. We're pretty much the same. I think we're actually, I'm going to start incorporating more leather into my- uh, I think you should. I think that's the big takeaway I'm getting from Julia Fox these days. Start going goblin mode? I need to be wearing more leather. Goblin mode, absolutely. Yeah. Also, I need more eye makeup for sure. Yeah. Have you seen any of these looks that she's been throwing down? I have. She is running with this uh, new uh, attention, which is great. Yeah, good for I, her. I, I fucking love that. She's a performance artist, I guess, right? Yeah. I That's think what she, people are saying. I mean, listen, I, I love her performance in Uncut Gems. Uncut yeah, Gems. That, that was great. Is that what she's notable for? Yes. Uh, she's an artist, and she's a bit of a downtown uh, New York uh, socialite, okay, okay. human-ish person. And then she was uh, she was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Gems. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely not Adam Sandler. <laughs> it was definitely her. Um, hey, and you can have a person's allowed to have more than one muse. That's right. And I was actually thinking, Kevin, that you're my muse for this <laughs> podcast. Uh, and that's not even a joke. That's just the truth. Wow. I know you're going to take this compliment so well. Thank you. I mean, listen, we're just two guys uh, separated by 10 years of life and uh, an age. And uh, we're just how how do we see the world? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, you're uh, my muse when I wrote uh, Uncut Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> New segment alert. There's yeah, there's a new segment in town, and uh, it's what the heck is Alex watching? <laughs> Kevin in the studio the other day asked me if I was watching a show, right? I think no, no, no. I right. was like, I have four shows I'm watching. Okay. I'm watching Euphoria, Pen yep. Fifteen, mm-hmm. The Bachelor, yep, and Genius. Okay, Kanye. And those four shows are taking up a lot of your. They're life. taking up. It's like a. It almost feels like a chore. What? You might want to clean your glasses. Oh, really? Yeah, just the sun and the way they're hitting is looking... I think, these, I think they're just fucking scratched. Oh, okay, then maybe you're, <laughs> uh, you're fucked, bro. Hey, Hannah, can you give me a... Can you throw me that red case on my desk? <laughs> Sorry to throw off the flow here. Behind the scenes. Kevin. Yeah, but watching all those shows, it feels like a... Full-time job. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, was, it feels... It's, it's a lot. It's, Producer Hannah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to... You know, I will, the content's a lot to keep up with, and I was just, you know, struggling to understand. watch them. I'm behind on Genius. Yep. Um, I'm a whole episode behind. Might be two this week, but you know, I could probably do the bang bang and catch up. Yep. But uh, I was. It just feels like a lot, and I know you're a man of a man who watches a lot of shows. Oh yes, yeah. Um, I'm uh, some say the king of content. Um, no one says that, but. No, I, I've, heard, I've heard people say it before. I just don't think you're committed to the content. I think that's your problem. It sounds like you're, you know, you're enjoying the content. You, you're fitting it in, but I know you. You're shredding on the slopes. You're, uh, you, you got other things you're doing. You're cooking, and you're really gotta going on double dates to see Jackass the movie. Ooh, Jackass Forever. How was that? It was good. I'm sure it's great. Yeah, yeah you, you're, you're really, you know, con- where's the commitment to the content, Kevin? You gotta really dial in, focus exclude you got to cut out all of your friends and family you got to really dig deep and you got to watch 
so much more than you're watching. But Kevin, I think this is a this is a, a topic of conversation in the studio that we have quite often, where we talk about what we're what we're putting in our eye holes. Kevin, glasses look better. Um, they are fucked up though. Yeah, they're a little fucked up. We're, it's a conversation, right? We often are talking about like, what are we watching? What are what's mm-hmm. going on? And I think, as someone who watches a lot of content, a lot of content, um, I think I wanted to start, and maybe this is something that people are interested in. Some people maybe are not, but maybe there could uh, be a little bit of a, a content corner type 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 situation. Do segment, maybe do once a week. We kind of talk about what we're watching or the things that are, um, yeah, not just things in the world of brands, but things that were. Uh, I most like the your strategic vision of your content consumption even more than oh know, the actual what? content you were watching. Oh, how i watch it <laughs> yeah. well i mean listen kevin and uh, i work a, a and maybe that's for another show i work i work a i work a tough job here you know a hard job a, well multiple jobs lots of hats and uh when i get home I'm, I'm committed to the content i'm watching something probably you know at least an episode or two something a night and then the weekends i got i got at least one day i try to like you know put 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 some things in and put some numbers on the board, put some numbers on the board and try maybe, you know what, even crack open a new, a new, some new content. Oh, And so I did that a little bit this weekend. And so maybe this could be a Monday seg. Um, uh, I guess we only have a pop. (laughs) It's it's every Wednesday. That's a good point that we have. I was going to say we could do this once a week. And then I realized that our podcast is once a week. So then it would be on every episode. Yeah. Maybe it's a once a month thing. Cause I don't know how much like this list changes uh, week to week, but you ready for the list, Kevin? Yeah, hit me. I'm watching a show on Hulu called Pam and Tommy. It's a uh, recreation, reenactment of the famous Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape saga. Now, do they recreate the actual tape? They recreate everything. Um, you don't really see everything? the tape in it, but you do see clips of the tape, and they have recreated those clips. And um, there is uh, there is some nudity. Now, um, as a man who's watched the original tape, is it accurate? Is it is it one for one? I mean, they they're recreating the iconic moments of the tape. I don't okay. know how much I've watched like the full, like the, when they're on the they're on the boat, right? Well, there's some key moments. There are key iconic uh, segments of the. Does, long it, does form he drive Pam the boat with his penis? He does do that. Yeah, okay. that's a, that's a, that is a uh, one of his uh, famous moments of the clip. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, undoubtedly cool, <laughs> undeniably <laughs> yeah. uh, fucking dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean the show is it's 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 actually really an interesting story, and I think it has multiple dimensions. Of course, it will you know some people will just see it as the sex tape saga, but um, it was it, it was a interesting moment in time between privacy and internet. Like the internet did not really exist when this tape was first like mm-hmm. recorded, and it really brought a lot of people to the internet, and it was distributed through the internet. And but there wasn't like porn a ton of porn sites like there are streaming sites and stuff like that now. So. It's really interesting, and of course, it it talks a lot about Pamela Anderson and like her fame and her struggles with you know sort of becoming uh like a, a cre- like her credibility and how this was a tough you know situation for her and her career because mm-hmm. it was there was a lot of stigma around this uh, type of sex tape and it was really the first of its kind and it, it was stolen from their house so it wasn't even intentional they did not want this tape to be out there and Seth Rogen is in it and he's an executive director so I recommend it it's funny yeah. It's good. It's it's entertaining, um, and I and I enjoy it. Um, Genius is the Kanye West documentary that you and I are both watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the footage is unbelievable, and uh, you know Kanye West is a is is a personal favorite of mine. But even if you're not a Kanye fan, I was telling my mom last night, um, she should watch it. Yeah, I think it's it's just uh, it's entertaining and it's 
Yeah. I saw on Twitter somebody posted a screen grab from it, and mm-hmm. like, it's like Kanye giving advice to a kid, and it's like, wow, Kanye gave some really great advice to this child, and uh, he grew up to be uh, Kenny Beats, <laughs> and then Kenny Beats responded, this is not me. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like when people put fake, uh, like false mm-hmm. like facts that could be real. Like I know I, I love I love when people spread fake news too, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more in like the like uh, <laughs> fake news that doesn't really matter. Oh yeah, no, me, yeah, me, me too. <laughs> like um, someone tweeted the other day, Mike Tomlin is younger than Tom Brady. <laughs> it's, not, it's not true, but like it could have been true. You're like, oh, how old is Tom Brady? How old is Mike Tomlin? But Tom, Mike Tomlin's five years older. But just you know, something that like. I, I Googled it. I was yeah. like, I think, I think, I don't know if this is real. Uh, stupid shit like that really gets me going. Yeah. I like, um, I like it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm watching uh, Love is Blind, a show on Netflix where people date through a wall. Kevin, yeah. are you familiar? No, I'm, a, I am familiar with the show. I'm, yes. uh, it's on my list. Yep. It's after when, once The Bachelor's over, we're, we're going to hit that up. It's Bachelor Jason's. I mean, The Bachelor, I mean, talk about time commitment of content. Like, yeah, a lot that, of these shows are eight episodes. Maybe they're 30 minutes. Maybe they're an hour, but like, the Bachelor, they really, they really pull that. They stretch it. Thin. I know, they, they really like, do. They're like, oh, it's a four-hour season premiere. It's like, who's got four hours? Well, to their credit, they haven't really been doing that. Like, really? They've, they been, they've been pretty consistent. Like, it's been like an hour and a half. Good. A- hour and a half, like every... I watched it on Tuesdays because I watched it on Hulu. Um, okay. Shout out my uh, No Cable Gang. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'm No Cable Gang now, too. Oh, yeah. I, I bailed on cable. I got Good. YouTube TV, which is YouTube's TV. Yeah, YouTube's TV. Um, Love is Blind season two. They people date through a wall. Um, fifteen people go into fifteen men, fifteen women go into a sort of experiment, and they uh, only uh, date by talking through uh, through pods, hmm. and then they uh, to get out of the pods and to see the other person on their side, they have to propose, <laughs> as in get married. Whoa! And then from there, they go to like a resort. And they start really dating, and then they have to make a decision in like a couple of weeks whether they actually want to get married and go through with it. Wow, it's insane! It's an absolute. Is it like a round robin thing where they each get to talk to yes each person? Yes. So every person. And I'm sure there's some like you know. Yes, there you go. Multiple people falling for multiple other people, and then they see them in the world after, and they there's sort of like an, an unveiling moment where you see the person that you've been dating for a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. um. The first season, they were all kind of models, it felt like, or they were all pretty good looking. Yeah. So there wasn't any like disappointed people on oh, the other side. Disappointed people this season. This season, they went a little <laughs> bit more, uh, <laughs> a little bit normal in terms yeah, of yeah. like people, which is kind of interesting as well. But, you know, there is a little bit of a, you, you fall in love with a person or you really connect with them emotionally and then you see them in real life. And uh, are, are some people getting like no. kind of fucked up? There's there was one particular guy and I'm not gonna ruin it, but he's kind of the villain of mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, and he's a real piece of shit. And so, um, in the end, he got his ass handed to him by the woman that he was being kind of awful to. And uh, so he was awful to her. He was awful, awful to everyone through a wall, through a wall. And then somebody was like, "Oh yeah, that seems yeah yeah <laughs> somehow some way." He do you was- ha- do you have you probably have to like. Be a real piece of shit. No, you probably have to like propose to move on in the show, right? Well, that's the thing. It's like I think people have watched season one, and so they know that like if they want to become Netflix stars for a week and a half, yeah, they have to like propose. Otherwise, they get left behind in the experiment, and <laughs> they don't get to be uh, a reality show. Yeah, and why so. would you? Why would you take yourself out of contention just you know just but, because you couldn't find someone to marry? And yeah, you probably spend. 
three hours with them, like pu- like I don't know contractually afterwards after uh, you get pu- after you get engaged or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After you get out of the pods, so I will say, <laughs> I don't I don't know if you're gonna watch this, but the one guy was the the piece of shit guy, and you'll know when you see him. He starts asking questions because you're not really allowed to ask like, what are your physical appearances, right? Because that's not <laughs> a thing. So he would ask questions like, Could, do you like being held up on shoulders at a festival? <laughs> Most horrendous, awful way of like (laughs) saying it's like a curb. It's so wrong and so (laughs) fucked up to like to, and it just like it also goes against the game, like the the whole concept of it is like you're supposed to fall in love with someone for their personality and Mm. because uh, without seeing them. So if you're asking like inquisitive questions about people's. you know size and it's just yeah so that's hilarious hilarious and awful so so what you're saying is i should start on season two i mean season one is also entertaining but see it's it's i think we've talked about this about like social experiment television Mm -hmm. that's happening on netflix there's a couple of different things and the circle love is blind too hot to handle and they're all insane and dumb as shit but like they're just such easy watching television and Mm -hmm. uh for whatever reason, it's it's kind of the new wave of reality, and I'm I'm here for it. Um, Inventing Anna is the uh, Netflix show about Anna Delvey and her real scammer, eh? the scammer, a scammer show. Um, I love a scammer story, and she pretended to be a German heiress and uh, and uh, was not one, and you know, hilarity ensues. Yeah, uh, I think that's the number one show on Netflix right now. I think that's the show that like you know on the top ten on the app. So. People seem to really like that one. I think it's great. Uh, how, uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, it seems like you're... Is this what you've replaced the masked singer with? No, I've always been like a little bit of a... Uh, a bit, a bit of a, a Bravo boy, you know? I do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I dabble a little bit in that kind of stuff. So Housewives of Salt Lake City is particularly... Uh, unhinged and insane hmm. and uh if you're gonna if you're, you're really you're actually really selling it to me i was right gonna now. say if you're interested in housewives which to be honest i haven't watched a ton of housewives in my life i'm definitely interested in housewives if you're interested and you're looking for uh, an entry point so like city the first season ever was last year and this is the second season and it's it's insane so there they last night was the start of a three-part reunion <laughs> and uh I watched that after I watched Euphoria, which uh, f- was the finale last night. Kevin, what do you think? It's great. It's really good. Great show. Really phenomenal show. And yeah, dark and scary and hard to watch at times, and but fun and all the things you want in TV. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'm watching Righteous Gemstones, which I, there also was the finale oh, yeah. last oh, night. Yeah, okay. Um, I didn't watch the finale. But I will okay. probably I'll, I'll finish that up. Cool. I gotta I gotta get on that one. Um, you you got a lot of shows in your that you're currently watching that are on on my list. Oh, are you watching? Oh, like to watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, mm-hmm. however, be starting to watch The Masked Singer. Oh, for because Rudy? yeah, because of the uh, story that came out about Rudy Giuliani being under the mask. Oh God. Um, first yeah. off, that guy sucks. But yeah. shout out to. The producers at Fox to get him <laughs> to, to get to him on it. that stage. That's amazing. And then like the headline, like Robin Thick walk it was like Robin Thick and somebody else. Like Robin Thick and Simon Cowell. Yeah. It's like Robin Thick and Simon Cowell walk out. No, it's uh Robin Thick and um Ken Jung or um because uh, um Simon Cowell's not in it. Oh, okay. but uh, two people walked out. And, oh, yeah, they walked out. <laughs> and, and one of them was Robin Thicke, which 
uh, yeah, Ramathic is a piece of shit. I think if uh, anyone has do a Google search on him, I don't know if he has the moral uh, compass to um, stand up for decency on reality television. You know. Uh, casting i don't know yeah but i might get i might give that a watch it seems like they're trying to spice it up a little bit yeah yeah um uh i, I guess the idea is like they want to have evil people right or did did i read that or something it's like yeah, the, they good, w- the bad and the evil or yeah, something the good, it's like, or good bad good bad ugly something something, like something about like having like canceled people as like a, a, a gimmick <laughs> i stopped watching last season because i just like i i I think I talked to you about this. Like, I watched The Masked Dancer and Masked Singer during COVID because I, it was, it, it helped. It was a dark time. There was a lot of it's uh, like a slow drip serotonin. It was, yeah, it was something about it that was so stupid and like mind numbing, but like it was just pure fun and for the sake of fun. <laughs> and it just like, it's silly and, and, just, and now they're fighting cancel culture. And now, like, I don't know. It's just like, now that life has come back to a little bit normal, I need a little bit more substance. And not to say a ton, but because um, I'm still watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. But, like, I just, I don't know. I don't have time for, for that. And uh, Rudy Giuliani is not going to get me back. A couple but shows, you might watch that episode. I might watch that. Um, <laughs> one thing that, before we round this out, because this has now become a long section, there's a couple shows I have, like, I'm kind of going through that are, like, um, in the back burner, kind of like if there's nothing else to watch, I'll 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 keep keep on going with the show. Mm-hmm. And this is another this is a good tip for those at home that want to watch a lot of content. You don't have to watch it all in one shot. Like you can start something and be like, yeah, it's pretty good, and then maybe watch some other things. And then if you don't have anything to watch, you can go back to a show like Yellow Jackets or like um, Archive eighty one, which Hannah's watching. Like those are good shows, but I don't need to like watch them. Like it, I don't feel any pressure to watch them immediately, but if I'm ever like I got nothing on that I'm interested in, I'll go back to them and you know sort of uh, keep keep plowing through and see what's see what see where it goes. So that's kind of what's on my docket right now. It's a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> and one thing that I thought was funny because we talked about this a little bit last week was how much Kevin was impressed. That's a pretty long list of things. Yeah, it's an incredibly long list. And uh, I, listen, I'm. Thank you, Kevin. I'm built different. Um, <laughs> but last night, uh, I was I was at my my parents' house on Long Island, and we were we put on the SAG Awards because it was just like kind of in the background, and we were kind of talking and you know trying to see celebrities on the red carpet and all that kind of stuff. And can I tell you that <laughs> there are so many shows that I am not watching as someone that is watching. Uh, 12 shows concurrently at the moment. <laughs> Is that the actual number? Yeah. This, <laughs> there's just so much stuff out there that I, I'm not watching and that apparently is good and just shows how much like the golden age of television is, is producing here. And there's even shows that like I didn't even know they existed. <laughs> like last night there was um, apparently like uh, Selena Gomez was doing uh, was presenting an award mm-hmm. with Martin Short. And I was like, what do these two people have anything to do with each other? Like, who decided to put these two together? My dad's like, oh, they're in a show together. It's Selena Gomez and Martin Short and Steve Martin. (laughs) I was like, what fucking show is that? Apparently, it's a show called Only Murders in the Building, and it's on Hulu. Like, there's just too much TV. That's insane. So um, I think we're going to talk about some of these things, or maybe we'll just kind of blast through them like we just did and. Tell us, tell us in the comments. You know, hit us up and be yeah. like, "Hey, we like when Alex and Kevin talk about content." 
or say no, we don't. Or like say, it. you know what? Fuck you guys. Uh, tell us about what Coors Light and uh, you know Coca Cola Company are launching in the beverage <laughs> space. Yeah. yeah, break down the newest, <laughs> the break down the newest beverages in the in the sp- in the industry. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's you know we we talked a little bit about sports. We're going to talk a little bit about. We're going to talk a little bit less about sports. We'll talk less about sports as it pertains to like. I mean, listen, it was it's a once in a in a, in a century that the uh, the saying. Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Your team, if if any of my teams go anywhere, we'll have to, we'll obviously talk yeah, about that stuff. But you know, the good news for you guys is uh, we're not going to. Yeah, that's very rare. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Probably, you got to wait a year, probably. For, oh my, uh, I watched the Knicks. Back. The Knicks play the Sixers <laughs> with my dad. The Knicks are so bad. Okay, um, moving on to the the program. Yeah. Oh, the program brought to you by the good folks of the Dialine. The Dialine. The Dialine. The Dialine. The Dialine dot com. The Dialine dot com. I believe the award submissions are over. Oh. Kevin, I think the deadline is today, March first. Oh 1st. wow! The or did deadline. they did they extend it? They, they, they've extended the deadline, oh. but guess what, Kevin? It was yesterday. Oh wait! Uh, so you guys are too late. Um, wait, I thought the deadline was March first. Well, March first is tomorrow, which is Tuesday, and the podcast comes out on Wednesday. Kevin, we're talking to people in the future. True, we are a day early. We are. Um, so, but here's the here's the interesting news: we don't know at this moment whether they will extend it again. Or whether it's over for you guys. Hmm. Hmm. You may have gotten your last chance last week. So. Maybe, maybe not. I so, guess we maybe should have checked in with them before doing this ad read. It's possible if, uh, that we should have done that. But, um, but either either they'll extend it or they yeah. won't extend it. But here's the thing. This is the extended deadline. March 1st was the extended deadline. Yeah, so it's like... You've been knowing about this. You've been this. knowing about this. We've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks on the podcast. So if you missed out, that's your fault. Yeah. We've made it very clear that the Dialine Awards was uh, coming to a close. And they extended it because they're great people. They yeah. care about designers. They want you guys to enter. And they and, know they know how it is. And they know how it is. Exactly. They're 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 just people like us, Kevin. They know that yeah. um, things need to be uh Yeah, they need they they take time to And do. if you if you missed the deadline and they don't end up extending it, you just gotta take a long look at yourself in the mirror and you know, just maybe do get a them little, next year. Yeah, get, get them next year. Maybe do a little thinking. Maybe improve your life a little bit because we've been we've been saying we've yeah. been telling you about this, and uh, don't mm. don't be looking at us and saying that we didn't give you any warning. Yeah, no, for sure. And so the funny part about the dialing is, of course, the awards. And unfortunately, I'm sorry, it's too late for you. But the dialing, maybe, maybe not, maybe not, but probably the dialing.com is such a great website that I went on to check what the dialing awards. Um, what the, what the latest was, and there's a story here about Natty Light wanting you to uh, pay you to rock a mullet, Kevin. So should we just do this story? I think we might have to. This is a dialing story of the week. We're just doing this live. It um is it, it's a story today, so we're a little um we're doing this live. Basically, Kevin, are you familiar with the mullet? Yeah, yeah, you have a mullet. I, I think I don't I, know. I, I, does it qualify? I'm pretty sure your your haircut would would classify. I would it as say a mullet. I I would I accept the mullet mm-hmm. um, specification, mm-hmm. but I would almost say that it's a mullet is party uh, business in the front, party in the back. Yes, but mine's kind of just all party. I think you kind of have a little bit. Of, you have like here's what I'll say. You have like a um, you have a small gathering in the front 
and you have a like large party in the back. So no, it's, like, it's all, it's all the same length. But they're both parties. But no, I'm saying from the front, I don't think of... The front is a huge party. I guess you're right. You do have a party in the front, party in the back. So I guess... But I mean, like, also... But I, I guess you have them all, Kevin. I'm, I don't. Know. All right, okay, okay. We, <laughs> I don't know how to convince you, uh, or um, I, I'm not here to debate whether you have a mullet or not. You have a mullet. Can you look right. at me from the side for the camera? You have a mullet, Kevin. I think it's not even. It's not even up for. I'm, I won't debate it. All right. So it, neither will I. But again, the mullet is a you know is a, is a hairstyle that's come and go, but it's 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 back in a big way. I think multiple people in the studio have had mullets over the past couple of years. So I think it's a very um, you know it's 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 it's. It's a symbol of nonconformity, says Rudy Sanchez uh, from the Dial Line, and he's right. Again, it's a symbol of rebellion, <laughs> and um, apparently the the beer brand Natural Light is bringing back its 1977 packaging, which um, I gotta say looks pretty good. It's a it always does. It's a vintage looking package that you know kind of resembles the bit of the. Miller Lite vintage can. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot like, you know, close your eyes and picture a vintage beer can. Mm-hmm. It's got cre- it's got a cream base. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice got a serif, serif type yeah. face. It's got gold. Gold outline. Outline. Mm-hmm. And it's got, uh, you know, sort of wheat, you know, sort of, uh, you know, stalks on it. Um, Kevin's not seeing this, so I'm describing it to him. He's never actually seen I'm it I'm trying before. to turn my nine-year-old computer on. Well, but... So basically, the brand is uh, is is going retro, like many beer brands have done over the past two or three years here. So it's not totally a brand new uh, move, but their idea is if if you to celebrate the 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 vintage nineteen seventy seven packaging, Natty Light is offering fans a chance to win free haircuts and beer to keep their Kentucky waterfall looking good for a year. I don't know what that means. Fans simply share a pic of their Camaro cut with the beer <laughs> along with the requisite uh, requisite sweepstakes hashtags on social media for a chance to win. So I don't know what you win. You get um, I'm not fully tracking what this what this I think I'm not exactly sure what what exactly the contest is but apparently they're bringing back old packaging and they're encouraging you to submit pictures of you and your mullet to enter the sweepstakes and i guess you're gonna you're gonna get some free shit cool i mean i would maybe i'll maybe i'll enter if uh if i could get a couple free cases of natural light Mm -hmm. for the summertime that'd be that'd be pretty cool i wouldn't complain Yes, I mean it's 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 a it's a very popular haircut. I think even in 2022, the year of the Lord, um, you know, it just it just it's it it makes sense. Um, but I think the bigger story here is this old school packaging that um is uh it feels a little um been done before. But Natural Light is a brand that's not necessarily known for its uh, design prowess. And, yeah, here's the deal. It's mm-hmm. It's much better than what they currently have. <laughs> significantly better. It's significantly better. And they just should probably just make it that and then just don't touch it. Yeah. Right? That's 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 great. That's good packaging. That's I mean, really great. Does it distinguish itself from other you know, sort of throwback looking beer cans? It doesn't, but I, I think mean, it does. I, I think this one's got the most like it's got the most zhuzh to it. You know, it's got the okay. little, little barley things and the, you know the the seal and mm-hmm. the outline. Yeah. A lot of the other ones are just like 
type mm-hmm. type and maybe like two little icon things. Interesting to me that Natural Light was a beer that was around in the 70s. I don't really know it is as a brand that has had a tremendous history. And now that I'm looking it up, this is a um, this is a real this is a real design that apparently they had at some point. And uh, yeah, it's way better than the design they have at this point. I will say they've taken some liberties with this new design. Good as they should. Actually, no, they've they've brought it back. Almost one for one, almost fairly one for one. And it just looks so modern because of this like sort of fucked up kind of condensed serif typeface that they got going on. So I think this is uh this is a win for them. Huge win. Considering I agree, Kevin, their current packaging is one of the worst looking designed beers on the market. Yes. Yeah. And I've been kind of waiting for them to do something and figure out. A I think they way just do this. Forward. And I think just stay stay there. Sometimes you got to go back to move forward, Kevin. Exactly. That's uh, that's, a, that's a good lesson for all you guys out there. I know they're probably trying to differentiate themselves from like Miller Lite, but yeah, it doesn't really matter. I think the cream background gives it a bit of a sort of a, a different vibe. Absolutely. It's a little bit Miller High Life-y, a, a little bit in terms of that coloring, but I think you just rock this. Kevin, what do you think about the mullet thing, about your, your, you know, your culture, uh, their costume? They're kind of making a little bit of a... I don't really care all that much. Like... Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun opportunity for people like me to earn free beer. So I think that's that seems pretty nice. Um, it does seem a little lazy on their part, like mm-hmm. from a social media campaign. I don't even like 1979. Is that even a year a, a big mullet year? Like I, I yeah. think more like I would think more like early 80s. Like, but okay, I kind of figure uh, you know. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know my mullet history. I, here's the story, Kevin, and I think this is like I was very confused by the the, the construct of this sweepstakes. Here's, but I figured it out here live on the program. You yeah. get you get a mullet, and they'll give you beer. If you commit to getting a mullet, they'll cover the cost of the haircut, and they'll for send, everybody, and they'll send you beer for every month that you keep it going for this year. So, am I ineligible for this? That's the thing I'm trying to understand. Just post a photo of your mullet before March 31st with Nitty Vin- Natty Vintage and sweepstakes for a chance to win. So I don't fully understand that. Do you need to have a mullet to enter to get a mullet? Or do you just need to like send a photo of yourself and be like, I would get a mullet and therefore... Getting a mullet takes a long time, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess they have just people sending in mullets, so I guess that's what they wanted, and that's what they're getting, and they think they're 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 galvanizing the mullet community, Kevin. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna maybe I'll enter this. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this for everybody? Because I mean, this is for everybody, Kevin. You can uh, you 21 plus. Well, that's me. There you go, Kevin. I mean, I I think uh, I think I've got a top tier mullet. Yeah, if we're calling it that. Yeah. Um, top tier hair. Yeah. Um, top tier a lot of things. Yeah, top tier a lot of things, and you know I'm pretty. Uh, mm-hmm. Hold maybe I'll do it. I will say there are some top tier mullets in the 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 comment section um, uh, for this post, including one that has an American flag uh, shaved into the side. That's corny. And I was gonna say, Boo. you know, there's definitely um, corny. Some guy with a tomato, a, tomato, tomato. <laughs> face tat or a, I guess a head tat um, that blends of a sword into his mullet. So I, you do have some stiff competition and well, it's just some regular guys with, with some, some straight up great 
haircuts here. So I guess Natty Light, this is uh this is playing to uh playing to their crowd. Yeah. I think this is uh at first I was confused by it. I'm still a little confused by it, whether you need to get a mullet or you want to get a mullet, but in the end I think this is good product awareness because there's a truly awful Photoshop of a beer can with a mullet yep. on top of it. And I think the key takeaway for me is that's a good looking package design on the natural light. And uh, I think that's what they're trying to do here is get people to uh, be aware of this. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we salute them. So should we, should we skip? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go fuck Pepsi. Let's go right into the second story, which is almost similar vein here is Coors Light has a, uh, in the beer, in the beer space, they are, have a new product and it's a collaboration between them and the rock band Foo Fighters. Apparently the Foo Fighters have a new horror film that they're coming out with called Studio 666. It features Jeff Garland from Curb, Whitney Cummings, Will Forte, uh, Leslie Grossman, and Jenna Ortega. Um, I know a decent amount of those names. Uh, it is apparently a campy horror film, which uh, the plot line is the, the band rents a house to finish a long due album when uh, shenanigans occur and Dave Grohl turns into a possessed rock star diva. Great. Now that's a plot. Um, is that is, is that going to make your watch list, Alex? I'm going to pass on that one. So in partnership with this movie and this uh, this this band, they have launched Coors Almighty Light, which is a um, it, it is a new brew that has been blessed by a non-denominational person. Cool. And it's meant to ward off demons and thirst. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um, seems pretty similar to some some other. You know, yeah, it, seems seems like a same note, opposite side of the fence. You know, if you picking up what I'm putting down. Are you talking about um, the uh, devil shoes with little Nas X? No, I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the next story we're going to talk about. But oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I'm talking about Liquid Death. Got it. But okay. uh, I don't know. Playing with like divinity and stuff. I feel like, uh, you know, I think blessed water. It's getting a bit much, and I th- I think it's sure they they're doing the other side of it, but yeah, Maybe, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's it's a little to me. My my cheesy my cheese mm-hmm. uh, radar is going off, like made with real sacred water that's been blessed. This drinkable demon detergent will shield your soul with every sip. It sounds <sighs> like something I wrote. I mean, it's good writing, but it just feels. I don't know. It feels like a um, a knockoff of the like mischief, like little Nas X sat- Satan shoes. Or- I think it's just such like a it's just this divinity thing has been just pretty played out. Um, and like if you're gonna do it, like maybe step it up a little bit. You know, like uh, go a little bit further. Like just having blessed water is kind of like I mean having the blessed water is kind of nice. I I, I appreciate that. And, yeah. Um, I would even say like Cores Almighty. Yeah. Like, that's a great name for a product. But sure. Almighty Light, not so much. Yeah, they kind of just took the cores. So I, I'll say one thing that is making me not love this project or this, you know, I think the idea of it is a little like 
mainstream, you know, dumbed down version of like some some kind of cool underground mm-hmm. design stuff that we've seen. And Liquid Death, I would include in that. It's sort of like a, you know, kind of a, a design uh, sort of focus brand that's doing some like very cool, interesting, you know, sort of counterculture type thinking. Mm-hmm. This feels like they want to core's big corporation wants to jump into the party yeah mischief is like a small relatively small studio uh uh, liquid death is a a bigger brand but still seems like a small like independent type company this is like a big you know corporation kind of trying to play with the cool kids a little bit and there's something about dave Grohl that just makes me like not want to care about this Mm -hmm. and that's just a personal thing i'm not a big foo fighters fan yeah i find him to be a little just (sighs) cheesy at times Mm -hmm. um I think the packaging, they just, they could have gotten weirder, I think. Like, the packaging itself is just the same Coors Light can, and they just kind of, like, put a mountain, like, a a sort of beam of light behind the Mm -hmm. mountain, which I thought is kind of interesting. And then they kind of just put in some, like, gothic typography around the logo, which... Uh, check it out, see what you think, but I, I think this could have gotten weirder, I guess is yeah. what I'm saying. It feels a little safe. Yeah, I think it is pretty... I think that's an the exact read on it, and, like, I just keep getting hung up on, like, Coors Almighty Light. Mm. Like, if you were trying to go for it, and, like, you know, if you're, like, if you were a beer brand, and you were, like, I don't know, and you didn't really care about what, whatever, you would just call it Coors Almighty. Yeah. That's I mean, a great name. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right, but it's, I guess it's a Coors Light beer that just is made with um, blessed water. But again, it's like, it's all about who you do this with. Like if Coors did this with Mischief and they had some sort of like fucked up can that was like Mm -hmm. all white and like they kind of did like a little bit more of a a, a better like flip on the package design and they they pushed it a little bit harder and they didn't do it with the Foo Fighters. And like, it just, it, it has, it just feels like everything's been... Um, massified in a way, and it, it just feels like I don't know. I'm I'm not totally buying it. And also, it, and it's, it's like just to promote a movie, like mm, come on, yeah, just to promote a movie that looks fucking awful. It has yeah. some names attached to it, so people will probably see it, but it's gonna be like a shitty horror movie. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But There's then some... people are gonna be like, oh, it's supposed to be shitty. Like they did that on purpose. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's paying for this movie? I, I mean, don't know. It's, that's the question. Anytime you call your, like, anytime you're like, oh, I'm making a campy horror film. Yeah, you know, that means it, shitty. It's going to be bad. <laughs> and and then you have, like, the protection of being like, oh, yeah, it was supposed to be bad because it's campy. <laughs> it was, we, we designed it to be bad. Yeah, yeah, that's intentional. That's intentional shitty. Yeah, but this is just going to be shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. This is going to be shit, shitty to the core. They got Will Forte and, and uh, Jeff Carlin and Whitney Cummings. So, I mean, like, they have someone's paying for this. But I agree with you. It feels like uh, this is a great. Well, read, they got like, this brand collab, too. I got, yeah, it's like <laughs> this is some, like, weird 360 deal with the, like, it's probably a lot of promote, like, a new album for the Foo Fighters in some weird way. I don't know. It just feels like this is this is not this is not for me. Yeah. And so, listen. But it's like it's funny because it's kind of close, and I think the difference between this being interesting and cool is like if that packaging was like kind of a little bit more weird and mm-hmm. fucked up versus just like someone sketching some like drawings on a Coors Light. Yeah. So this project can go to hell. Nicely done, Kevin. That's a good segue. Speaking of uh, going to hell and uh, murdering your thirst, 
I do think that project is very reminiscent. It feels like it comes from the same vein as Liquid Death, which is the number one water brand, I think, the fastest growing water brand. We've talked about them a ton on this program. Oh, yeah, we love them. Uh, we think they do amazing things. 2021 Fronty Brand of the Year. That's right. And uh, they are just like every great brand and everything that breaks through, they are prone to be knocked off. There's a um, package or a new brand called Kill Said. Apparently, it comes from Argentina. And instead of uh, murdering your thirst, they're saying you should kill your thirst. And the package design is almost identical in terms of its uh, layout, its typography, its concept. And uh, it's identical, but just little. incredibly worse. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I don't know what you do about that. Probably a cease and desist. And uh, yeah, shout out Andrea Hernandez for uh, pulling this. I yeah. saw it on I saw it on her Twitter. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Snackshot because um, we do get a lot of our our stories from the dialine, but we do sometimes uh, get some stuff from her. And this, she called it blanding, which I think is interesting to think about whether this is blanding or this is just copyright infringement <laughs> and just stealing someone's idea. Because I think of blanding as a little bit of like <laughs> minimalism and boringness. I think they did blandify it though, because like the the skull is. Got that skull it. sucks. Like that skull is dumb as fuck. Yeah, but is that blanding or is that just stealing? I don't know. What even it blanding is blanding's a made up concept. Agree, but I, I think of that concept is slightly different. But we'll have to have her come on and we can yeah, sure. she'll have the, to uh, we'll have to have you you guys will have to duke it out over that. Yeah, I mean I think it's just uh, just infringement. <laughs> it's not you know, the that is just full on copy copy and paste. Yeah, of, it's of, pretty it's a pretty bad uh Yes. It's awful. Here's a third eye open. Yeah. Is this actually just Liquid Death in Argentina Hell making yeah. their own brand? That would be trying to stir up some shit and <laughs> kind of I mean, I don't I don't know. Yeah, no, it'd be very cool if that if they did that and I think that's But it's absolutely not because of how shitty it is. No, of course. And you're using your your third eye there, Kevin, you know, potentially seeing some uh, some some things and that but I, I think that would be very cool of them if they created a knockoff brand that was stealing their shit. Because it's funny, actually, I saw there's a tequila brand that is mm -hmm. claiming that Kendall Jenner, it's 512 tequila, and mm -hmm. Kendall Jenner has 818 tequila. And they're claiming that Kendall is ripping them off and sort of stole their 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 uh, IP. And they're using it as marketing to like Good, get yeah. on TMZ and to like put it out there and sort of, I guess, force them to have to acknowledge it or pay them. That's and what I've been saying. We should get a cease and desist and use it as marketing. There you go. So maybe, again, I don't think this is that's what's happening here, but, and I don't even think that's what's happening with 512 Tequila, but it's, you know, it is an idea. I will say, is this a new trend in design between the sort Which of is, like uh, copy, no, <laughs> biting somebody's, no, no, no biting no, somebody's no, work no, one like for one? <laughs> that's that's been going on for years and years and years. Um, Liquid Death is a sort of like counterculture rebellious, mm -hmm. like uh, playing with uh, sort of religious themes um, on uh, on on water. Then you have uh, natural light or, or sort of um, doing mullets and sort of playing a little bit with a uh, you know that's not really religious, but like. Um, the sacred blessed water for uh, Coors Light. Are we going to see more of this? Are we going to see more like religious ideas permeating design? I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I like. I think it takes a lot to get people. Um, <laughs> it takes a lot to get people offended. In some ways, in some ways, it takes almost nothing to get people offended these days, and so. I think they're trying to cause controversy or trying to get people to 
wake up, I guess, to some of these, I, you know, sort of, I don't know, they're trying to shake shit up. And I think Liquid Death clearly is crushing it with that idea. Mischief, fucking crushing it with the blessed uh, Nikes they did with Drake and the devil shoes they did with Lil Nas X. And I think these are, <laughs> here comes the, the new wave, I guess, of people yeah. trying to jump on the wave. Okay, here's actually a third eye mm. um, of a th- what my third eye is telling me that Liquid Death should do mm-hmm. to respond to the situation. I think that they they fly down to Argentina. Hell yeah. They meet with the uh, the, the people. Said. They meet with the kill said people. Mm-hmm. They hash out a deal, mm-hmm. and then right before they sign the deal, they go in to shake hands, and uh, the CEO goes, "Psych." Mm-hmm. And they pack up their shit and get out of there. Hell yeah, record as a video, make a documentary, and yeah, uh, you know, put it out there. Kevin, I mean, listen, these are just hey, these are free ideas. If, big brain thinking. These right are free there. ideas. If you want to use them, use them. Yeah, yeah, go there, try to negotiate a deal, uh, a partnership, if you will, and then pull the hand out, say gotcha. Yeah, just double middle fingers. Damn, that's so fucking uh, grade school like uh, back uh, playground uh, sort of a uh, concept. Yeah, I'm here for it, Kevin. You know, I'll si- I'll sign this deal on opposite day. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, man, your ideas are yeah. fucking Jesus. I know. Damn. This is Monday at one o'clock, Kevin. You're already firing, fucking firing. Fire, firing all cylinders. Damn. Should we hit the last story really quickly? Um, uh, we said we weren't going to talk as much about sports on this program anymore, um, but we have to talk about this because this is design and sports. Um, this th- is blanding. This is Thursday Night Football is a um is is moving from the NFL network where it's been for the past couple of years and it's moving over to Amazon Prime Video, which I think is good because I think I have Amazon Prime Video. Um yeah. for me, I think I also have NFL Network, so maybe this doesn't really matter. But what does matter is that they needed a new logo. And so to get a new logo, they went to the good folks over at Pentagram as they oh, are it's a, a pentagram? Uh, it's it, they are it's a pentagram joint. Uh, yeah, this is a pentagram design system for thursday night football um they they rolled out a commercial for it if i remember during either the playoffs of some sort and i remember seeing it and it looked a little retro and it has this like slanted typography system that's sort of very has a lot of motion and repeats a lot and um i remember thinking yeah that's design and then or that's new that's new stuff and then they rolled out this logo which has hit the internet by uh, storm because people are not feeling it. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling it either. <laughs> and I think partially it's like a I think a lot of a lot of people in the space are like yes. just kind of like they don't want their things to change like yeah. You know, they don't want to I don't personally want to see Amazon win anything. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm like, oh, I don't really like this. I don't think the design of it at all is particularly like, I'm not offended by that. Like, yeah, I think it's fine. I think blue is kind of a weird choice. You never really see like the overuse of blue, like mm-hmm. around, um, at least I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they do. I think the blue shield is weird. Like usually it's like a neutral like type yeah. lockup. I wonder if people hate this design because it's bad design, which you could argue it's it's a little clunky um, and it's a bit of a weird shape. It definitely feels a little bit more soccer shield than football shield. I know that's like, you know, getting Pretty a little arbitrary. bit into the arbitrary. I think the color, to your point, Kevin, is like a little bit weird. It feels a little off, but I mean, because it's like a teal 
blue versus mm-hmm. like a you know a NFL blue. Um, but I think the thing that's really making people not like this logo is the fact that the Amazon Prime Video logo inside of the shield is almost it's bigger than the NFL logo, and it feels almost like it's encroaching on the Thursday night football size. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean it's 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 getting <laughs> it's getting really torn apart in the C section here on uh brand new. So this is where the C um where <laughs> couldn't say common section. The, the brand new uh so this is a story for that comes from brand new, um where uh some of our more design focused case study yeah, type but, work but comes from. Potential sponsor. Yeah. Uh listen, we're shout out to Armin and they um they have they don't have the full brand identity system so i think that's something i want to wait for because they only have on this site the before and after and the before and after is particularly not uh, it it's certainly not a, a better after if you will the gradients are feel a little weird and off and there's like beveling and it's just a lot and the other logo is just kind of classic and so it's 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 not you know the the design the the design people of the brand new <laughs> you know uh, uh will will certainly um come in and redesign it and give all their thoughts and i think that's funny and fun and interesting but um i think you kind of have to wait to see how it's being used and sort of what the rest of the system looks like because I don't know. I remember seeing it in that commercial. It looked a lot better than when you just put the logo on left and mm-hmm. put the logo on the right. Actually, I'm on Pentagram's Instagram right now. They have a video of like, you know, it's it, it, is it is it like, um, is it re- does it redeem the the branding? I don't know if it does that, but it's uh, at least it shows that it's not just like Pentagram totally like just that shield is weird, just totally fucking up uh, a logo, but. I also, mean, nobody do, nobody does a case study like Pentagram. So, well, the thing is also like, since when do anyone does anyone have an affinity or an attachment to the Thursday night football like logo? It's not like they changed the NBA Finals logo, or yeah. you know, it's not like they're changing something that is a prestige uh, logo that people care about. It's, yeah. this is a logo that probably people, most people didn't even know existed. Thursday night football sucks anyway. It's bad for oh, bad for players. Yeah, the most boring games and bad games. Yeah, they're always most, low most, scoring. Mostly bad mostly games. Mostly bad games. Getting the teams off like four days rest. Yeah. They, no Jaguars are play every week, it seems like. <laughs> it's awful. Um so yeah, check out uh go over to brand new and see what we're talking about. You see the before and after yeah, of the Thursday night comment football. Section. Go hop, comment in there and you know, people it's funny, people are very quick to hate and uh i'm trying not to just join the pack because i think it's lazy mm-hmm. but so does the design boom wow and and we're out on that note <laughs> uh, do you think they're gonna redo couldn't the, do it do you think they're gonna redo the thursday do they have a thursday night football song i don't think so yeah and uh, listen now so i think uh, my question is do people do people not like this logo or do people hate Amazon and Wait, hate fuck, Pentagram? Fuck Amazon. And like, I think there, there, there's, you know, if this was, if this was another logo in the top right, you know, on a different platform, if this was like YouTube or Hulu or Netflix or any one of the other streaming services, I don't know if the hate would be quite as strong for this. That's probably facts. But listen, you know, you're getting bad with uh, a be- big Bezos and uh, you know, this is what you get. But listen, I think, 
more people will probably watch. Hard because, to say. Right? Because everyone's got Amazon Prime. And if you get Amazon Prime, then you have Amazon Video. Right? Yes. So then, therefore... I bet there's probably going to be an upsell for it. Can I say one thing? And this will end the show here. Uh, you know, going back to content and how much video, uh, you know, sort of content I'm watching on a weekly basis. Is there a single worse app or streaming service from a design perspective than Prime Video? Go on, like on your Apple TV. You know, Netflix is updating almost like monthly. It seems like well through point, Apple TV, obviously it's better. Gonna be, it's going to be horrible through Apple TV. But I'm saying, is there a better version of it through? Probably, other? I bet probably. I bet if you do it on the Fire Stick, it's pretty. I is bet it better? It, I probably. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't. Know so you think they're stick. making a worse product for Apple? So that, no, I think Apple makes it worse on their platform because but they why, hate, they don't like Amazon. So they make them use a shitty app, like make them design it bad. No, it's I think aw- they. I think they. I don't know this for sure, but yes. I would guess that there's some like maybe some limitations that okay. they're they've put in place or whatever. I don't I don't know. Maybe okay. they just maybe just maybe just not good. Kevin's clearly making this up. If you do know this answer, call us up at 1-800-997-3456. Give your real phone number, coward. And give us an answer. Uh, email. I'm us sure you could. I'm sure you could find Alex's phone number online. Well, why, why are you doing that? Why are you encouraging the the people to call my cell phone? I get enough like spam calls. People trying to give just us just call Alex money. and leave him a nice voicemail. You know, I got one hundred fifty thousand dollars for your business. Like or every shit. hour, you know, give me a call. I'm sure. It's it's really probably not that hard to Listen, find my phone number either. If you have the information regarding the why Amazon Prime looks so shitty, if you can help us fill us in a little bit on kind of the um, you know the backstory of this pentagram logo, whatever, um, yeah, give us an email. Or if you want to uh, engage with our sort of like new segment of uh, content corner, content, uh, what's Alex watching? Some some something like that, like. Let us know. Let us know. Give us some feedback. Give us some thoughts. And uh, we'll uh, see you uh, on the flip side. Great. Peace. We at war. We at war with terrorism. Racism. But most of all, we at war with ourselves. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Midwest is young and restless, but restless Nigga. might snatch your necklace and next day might jack your Lexus. Somebody tell you who Kanye West is. I walk through the valley of the shower, death is top floor. If you alone, and leave you breathless. Try to catch it, it's kind of hard getting choked by detectives. Yeah, yeah, I check the method. They be asking us questions, harassing, arresting, saying we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, huh? Y'all eat pieces of shit. What's the basis? We ain't going nowhere but got suits and cases A trunk full of coke, rental car from Avis My mama used to say only Jesus could save us Well mama, I know I act a fool But I'll be gone to November, I got packs to move I hope God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now And I don't think there's nothing I can do now to right my wrongs I wanna talk to God, but I'm afraid cause we ain't spoken.